Welcome to the How to Find Your Purpose course from Plato University. If you're wandering around aimlessly in life trying to figure out what it all means, then this course is for you. Combining psychology and ancient wisdom with modern science and systems thinking, you'll learn to develop passions into purpose, find out who you really are, how to make an impact in this world, and finally feel a sense of fulfillment in your life. If you're ready to live a purposeful life and want to learn the skills to do so, join us at Plato.University for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. So now we've looked at our interests and our personalities. Next up is to look at our strengths and weaknesses. Your unique makeup of skills and abilities will mean you have some advantages in some areas over others. If we were to measure you on any test of intelligence or skill ability and broke down that test into different areas, what you would probably see is a very jagged profile where you're very high and have a strength in some capabilities and you're very low and have a weakness in others. A jagged profile is any human quality composed of multiple dimensions with low correlations between the dimensions. A low correlation simply means that it's not easy to predict the value of one dimension from the value of another dimension. An easy example to understand is that the U.S. stock market has a high correlation with the British stock market. Because if the U.S. stock market goes up, it's usually pretty safe to predict that the British stock market will probably go up too. However, the U.S. stock market has a low correlation with the rainfall in Britain. Because when the stock market goes up, you can't make a good prediction about whether or not it's raining in Britain. And more than a century of research has demonstrated that the correlation between most proposed dimensions of human intelligence are actually pretty low. Just because you have a large vocabulary doesn't mean you will be good at writing. Just because you're good at trigonometry doesn't mean you'll also be good at calculus. What this means is that each person's distinct jagged profile indicates that each person has a unique potential for excellence. Having a difference in jagged profiles suggests that that person should take different type of strategies suited for their own strengths. Their potential for excellence ultimately depends on the full pattern of mental abilities and skills. Whenever human science breaks down the physical, mental, and emotional profiles of individuals into increasing numbers of distinct dimensions, at some level of granularity, they eventually find that every person possesses some dimension that is above average, and some that are below average. Everybody is highly motivated by something, and every person is highly unmotivated by something. Everybody has a part of their body that is larger than average, and a part that is smaller than average. And everybody is naturally proficient at some tasks, and naturally limited at some tasks. Finding them is just a matter of expanding your dimensions. The contextual nature of our strengths also help us understand how everyone can have talent by suggesting that it is not only individuals who possess jagged profiles, but environments. Sometimes a dimension of ability that appears to be a weakness becomes a strength in the right environment. Unfortunately for us, in our modern day world, society offers an unprecedented variety of contexts for meaningful human achievement. So our job is going to be identifying our strengths and weaknesses and looking for the environments that are going to help us excel, where we can put those in place and find great fitting opportunities. And this is absolutely normal. In fact, this is how evolution works. Our environment is changing all of the time. And species, particularly the human species, has to learn to adapt to those environments. Otherwise, they die out. So nature has done nothing wrong by making you different than others. In fact, this is how it ensures our survival. 
Because as the environment changes, it needs to test out all these different capabilities and skills to see which one is going to fit the best in the environment. And this is good news for us, because it means even if we're weak in this one area, in this one circumstance, that we can take that weakness over here to a different environment, and it may actually become a strength. But there's a few more reasons why we should discover our strengths and weaknesses. First, it can help point us to the weaknesses that we have so that we can train them better. Our weaknesses tend to be the stuff we like the least and are least motivated to train. However, there's a great quote by a famous Greek poet that said, we don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our training. So in the future, as we start discussing some of the problems that we're going to be solving in our own life and those of others, we're going to need to train those weaknesses up so that even at our worst, we're performing very highly. We're also going to be identifying our strengths. At a psychological level, working with our strengths, that is getting better at what we're already good at, increases feelings of autonomy and mastery, which are two important intrinsic drivers we're going to discuss later on in this course. In turn, these drivers amp up confidence, focus, and engagement, which combine to increase learning and foster flow. Neurobiologically, strengths appear to have a number of different functions. Most important is dopamine. We like being good at things, and this produces dopamine, which tightens our focus, increases motivation, and helps us get even better at what we're already good at. So in the question of should I focus on my strengths or my weaknesses, my answer is both, because the mission before you is going to require all of you. So we must train everything. But before we can get there, we need to discover them. So let's discuss how you can discover your strengths and weaknesses. We can first start with your personality. We started to discover some of this in our last lesson, in areas that you may be strong or weak in, that you identified and some of the personality assessments identified. A great resource for this is the VIA Institute on Characters, Character Strength Assessment. It's a free self-assessment that takes less than 15 minutes and provides a wealth of information to help you understand your best quality. It'll take you through 24 character strengths and how you vary in each one of them, giving you an, a unique character strength profile. The second set of strengths and weaknesses we can look at are academic strengths and weaknesses. You may have a vague idea about what in certain subjects like math or English, but those may also be a little distorted by the different classes you were taking. Maybe you just weren't learning those things very well, and in fact, you actually are good at math if you learned it in a different way. But again, here I recommend taking some online assessments of the different academic capabilities in order to give yourself a benchmark. It's fine if you have a weakness in some of these areas, but it points you to the ones that you can get better at. And you can easily do this by finding the right fit and learning resources for you. Another set of strengths and weaknesses we'll look at are related to specific skills. So things like programming, negotiations, photography, starting a podcast, skills that are related to your different interests. Here you can assess this in a couple different ways. Some skills might have skill assessments that you can take, in which case you can get a nice benchmark of how well you know that skill. But you can also try out different things and go through experiences to see how well you perform. You'll start to see you have a natural inclination for some things and other things that would require a lot more training to get down. If you're not very good at one of these things yet, that's totally fine. As we'll learn later on in the course, you can learn these skills and get better if that's your true interest. We're just getting a benchmark now for where you are in relation to each one of these things. We can also spend some time journaling and analyzing your five biggest wins and failures in life and what in your power led to those. So start with your five biggest wins. That is, those five achievements that you are most proud of and produce the largest positive impact in your life. Then break each of these down, looking for all the key strengths that helped you achieve this victory. 
Look for very specific things. Don't just add persistence to your list. Add the specific type of persistence. If your victory was aided by a willingness to repeatedly go back to the library and gather as much information as possible about a subject, then intellectual rigor is much more useful than the identifier of persistence. You can also do this for your failures. Look at the things in your past, maybe your five biggest failures, and see what weaknesses may have led to that. Again, try and be as specific as possible here. The other thing we can do is ask others what our top strengths and weaknesses are. When we're assessing ourselves, we often have a cognitive bias, which impacts our perception. One way around this problem is to ask for help from others. Ask friends to identify your strengths and weaknesses. Try to get them to be truthful, but not go overboard. A list of your top three strengths and top three weaknesses is often enough to provide fodder for training without the ego blow that comes from hearing everything that's right or wrong about you. When you're doing this process, also realize that your friends come in with a built-in bias. They want to be your friends. So don't just ask one. Ask three or four or five and look for correlations among their answers. If a strength or weakness shows up on five different lists, that's a pretty good place to start for identifying your strengths and weaknesses. So for our activity today, take a few of the assessments and identify your strengths and weaknesses in your personality, your academic capabilities, and your skills that you're interested in. Then take some time writing about your five biggest wins and failures and the strengths and weaknesses that may have led to those. And finally, go ask three to five people what your top three strengths are and top three weaknesses are. Thank you for taking the How to Find Your Purpose course to get everything you need to develop your purpose, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners. Then visit plato.university slash courses slash purpose and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash purpose. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.